You big dummy. You big dummy. You big dummy. Welcome to another episode of Dummies on the Dirt Clod, highlighting just a few of the stunts from the stupid people on this dirt clod out in space, so to speak. I'm Eric Lane, and of course, as always, this is just one of the few podcasts that I also put out. My other podcast, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World, has many more tales of dummies, more stupid people. I put this out twice a week. There's a midweek bonus episode every Wednesday. I've got the weekly, um, the Insane Week in Review, the Genius Awards also for the most dumbest stunts of the week. Every weekend, uh, you'll hear more uh, from my um, Insane Florida nephew, um, a.k.a. Pancho Guero, which you'll hear from here briefly in the next segment. Um, but we kind of go off a little longer every weekend on the Saturday episodes. And you can always hear the most recent episode on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. And you can also subscribe and listen to Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World if you've got the mobile app for Facebook. Just look up my Facebook page at Insane Eric Lane and you'll see the tab on there for the podcast. Now it's not available on the desktop version yet, but it is available on the Facebook mobile app. You can check that out there. But in the meantime, here's some the the here's some of the dumb stuff that I have managed to find here of recent. And well, you may have heard about this. This is this is pretty dumb, especially from people who really need to be known as being smarter than this. The Missouri State Highway Patrol alert. They sent cell phones around the state blaring with this message. Authorities in Gotham City, Missouri were searching for a purple and green 1978 Dodge 3700 GT. But there's one problem with that. Number one, there is no Gotham City, Missouri. And number two, the car that was being referenced was actually the one used by the Joker in the 1989 Batman movie. Yeah. So, Obviously, soon after that alert went out, the patrol had to follow that up with another alert saying, disregard the last alert. In a brief news release, the patrol said the routine test of Missouri's blue alert system was inadvertently transmitted across the state. Now, the system is actually meant to let the public know when a police officer is killed in the line of duty or seriously injured. I don't know. You get the feeling... The Missouri State Highway Patrol has a lot of free time on their hands these days. Probably not a very good sign that the Missouri State Highway Patrol seems kind of obsessed with a fictional comic book character, you know. Everybody in Missouri probably knew that this wasn't legit because, well, there's no way a career criminal would be hanging out there. Besides, if you live in Missouri, they probably wouldn't believe you anyway because most everybody that lives in Missouri, they say, ah, you got to show me. Of course, you've got to know the joke to laugh, okay? See, Missouri is known as the show-me state. Get it? Okay. Oh, anyway, yeah. I, and actually, what? The Joker probably wouldn't even be in Missouri. It would be in New York or Chicago. I mean, it's a good thing there is no Joker, really, because the 2022 version of Batman would never be able to stop him. You know, of course, in this PC age, he'd be referred to as Bat-Person. I'm just waiting for the next transgender Batman movie to show up. Well, guess what's going to be showing up 
right now. Uh, weddings. It's almost wedding season, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe this might mean I can start going to formal wedding events in my underwear. I think I'm okay, though, with this. Is having your wedding in the metaverse about to become a new trend? You know, the metaverse. You know, now that Facebook has now got a new parent company called Meta, and uh, Mark Zuckerberg is all about the metaverse, which is kind of like the virtual reality that's apart from the actual reality. You know, everybody has an avatar that looks like them, you know, and everything is done virtually. Well, the New York Times actually did a story on the metaverse wedding in the U.S. And a couple of, uh, there was a couple in India is doing a metaverse wedding. And CNN recently did a big write-up on metaverse weddings. Well, obviously, uh, COVID may, did make it harder for everybody to get together. And obviously, the risk of spreading the virus. And well, that's part of the reason why these metaverse weddings are happening. Plus, I guess it's uh, actually cheaper. Yeah, the couple in India is inviting 2,000 people to their reception. They're big Harry Potter fans, see? So they had a Hogwarts-style world built for the whole deal. Yeah, a virtual world, not a real world. It's a computer-generated world, just costing them about $2,000. How many people have could spend $2,000 on an actual Harry Potter's Hogwarts-style wedding? Okay, so basically it run about a dollar per guest. Here's something even crazy that you even cannot do with a normal wedding. They say that an avatar of the bride's father will be there. But here's the catch. He died last year. So the father of the bride will actually get to be there, whether he knows it or not. Well, okay, that's good. <laughs> I guess. Well... I like this story because here we have the victim who turns the tables on the dummy doing the scamming, and it's a grandmother. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of stories in the news about grandparents getting scammed out of all kinds of money. Well, it's kind of satisfying to see somebody turn the tables like this 73-year-old. She is a woman living on Long Island. She got a call that was supposedly from her grandson. Now, she is Jean, but... She doesn't want her full name released. The guy on the phone claimed to be her grandson, said that he needed bail money because, well, he'd been arrested for drunk driving. Fair enough, right? Problem is, well, Jean doesn't have a grandson that's old enough to drive. Now, she knew it was a scam, but decided to play along. Don't you just love it whenever you can do that? After a few more calls back and forth, she talks to somebody claiming to be the son's lawyer who said he needs $8,000 bail money. And then somebody else claimed to be the bail bondsman who told her he'd come pick up the money. Now, during all of this back and forth, Jean was on the phone with the police who set up a sting operation. So when the guy showed up, they were hiding inside. And so she hands this guy an envelope stuffed with, well, not $8,000, but with uh, paper towels. And once he walked outside with it, police ran out the door and tackled him on the front lawn. Now, it's not really clear if he was pretending to be all the people that she talked to on the phone or if he was just working with other people. But either way, the man who was identified as 28-year-old Joshua Gomez is now facing charges for attempted grand larceny. And we now have one of the coolest grandmothers on Long Island. 
poncho certified and approved. <laughs> That's it. Actually, no, a poncho approved is because apparently they my background check cleared today. So I I, I will be putting it two weeks in and moving into oh. uh, I guess a different company and. Um, I'm more nervous. I'm excited, but I'm more. I feel more nervous as as you kind of you feel like like it's like this illusion of I guess um, like safety. You know, being uh-huh. kind of like removed from underneath you, even though it's like it's not. That's not the case. Um, but well, see, you've got to prove yourself all over again now. Yes, that is. Um, uh, but you know, I'm hoping where the poncho approve like the, the approval. Thing that, that hopefully the stamp does enough talking for me anyway. <laughs> so, mm. Well, this will be good. So now we, we this gives you an opportunity to kind of like maybe turn over a new leaf and be a different person to this new company. See, so that, that's the nice thing about going to different companies. You can leave your old persona at the old company and kind of develop a new persona at the new company. Oh, well, I mean, I like the old persona. (laughs) Maybe the new persona, maybe that's going to be a bad thing. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, the the, the nice thing is, you know, it's always, it's always a fresh, it kind of like, you know, clearing the the counter, you know, starting all over again, you know. You know, I will say sometimes I'm kind of moving, moving away from this a little bit because I've I've got a couple stories here for you. Um, Sometimes when we do this podcast, like part of it kind of becomes a part of my life later, um, <laughs> kind of like the like the venison whiskey. And I was realizing this past week that hey, this is a story we talked about a couple of weeks ago. That Versace model, yeah. Um, I think that I'm thinking that my son, little little Poncho, he's yeah. gonna. I think he's gonna be a model when he grows up. You think he, or so? He's at least gonna be looking young. I I, I will say for for years. To well. Come. If that's the case, he would be following in his grandfather's footsteps. Is that is that so? Well, you know, I don't. Uh, maybe I should elaborate more before I um, <laughs> before you, you, you realize, start throwing my dad you, into this. But you realize, yes, it was your dad that was actually in a J.C. Penney catalog. Oh, I know that is. Um, but the, the, what I'm getting at is, I've realized that little Poncho now finds it hilarious to stand up and pee in the tub. <laughs> so, just like this Versace model we talked about, I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's he's now started to try to drink the bath water too." So he's gone into both moisturizing and consuming. I I, I will say though, you know, heavily diluted. You know, it's a full bath, but I, I think that that might count <laughs> when it comes to you know he's following well, in, in um I guess on the shoulder of giants in the in the modeling industry right now. So. Well. Uh, you know, it's either that or maybe he's just trying to get a head start so he doesn't pick up COVID. <laughs> I well, I would tell you, Mrs. Poncho is not a fan, um, at least. So, <laughs> I, and I'm trying. Like, I, I think I'm just stopped. I'm like, I I'm not going to be. I try to not have him do it, but Mrs. if I give Poncho him attention, it's just going to make him want to do it more. So, Mrs. Mrs. Poncho may have to start researching the nutritional value of urine. <laughs> oh my goodness you know if any of us here were to research that it would probably be me more than anyone else in, in, in my attempts to slowly turn into bear grills or something <laughs> oh yes well uh, as long as he's doing something like that i think you're going to be safe he's not going to do anything as as um careless as maybe taking a um 
a, a pan of brownies to the wrong people, as our first story talks about. The <laughs> this is the kind of story that the headline writes itself. Like, I don't even need to say the story. The punchline's already right there from the get-go. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted to just jump right minute, in. The minute I saw this story, I'm like, he's picking this one. He's going to pick of course, this yeah. I'll, I'll give you the headline on this before I jump in because it's just, I don't want to bury the lead and it's just too good. A guy's mom accidentally took his pot brownies to a local senior center. <laughs> so with that out there, we'll get into the story. It's, it's a 46-year-old guy. So already we know that he really needs to get his own place, right? Um, yes. <laughs> but sadly, it sounds like that place might be a jail cell. Yeah, his name is Michael Coranda. He works as an elementary school music teacher in oh South God. Dakota, and, oh, and he lives with his seventy-three-year-old mom, Irene. Now, oh, I noticed in the wording here, right? He lives with his mom, not like I, I understand. You know, with, as parents get older, you're like, "Hey, look, yeah. come live with me." But they didn't say that his mom lived with him, right? Right in the basement, kind of vibes. Well, you know? already we we've got we've we we've already got a, a full load right here. We've got a music teacher, a public, an elementary school teacher who's living with oh, the yeah. elderly mother. So right there alone, that's that's the the heaviest part of the story right there. I, I kind of feel like a certain sense of like like um I, I don't know like relief for the guy because I, I would probably take a jail cell over going back to school and letting all like all the students knowing that I live with my mom yeah. and make pop brownies yeah like because look I've been in middle school before and those kids yeah. can be mean you yeah know? oh yeah so, well one night he makes this big pan of brownies before bed then Irene his mom found them the next morning and you know, like the lovely lady she is, she decides to take them to a card game at her local senior center. <laughs> but what Irene didn't realize was that they were very strong pot brownies. Now, again, sometimes adjectives add like very strong. Yes. That tells me um, that this is going to only get better from here. Um, Michael, he had just gotten back from a trip to Colorado where he picked up a bunch of THC butter. <laughs> and he cooked half a pound of it into the brownies. I will, yeah, brownies take a lot of butter. I don't know if you want yeah. to bake the whole thing with just <laughs> THC butter. But sounds like sounds like the guy made his brownies the way Paula Dean would make her brownies. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh! So nine one one, he started uh, getting well. They they started getting calls around eight p.m. Uh, reporting possible poisonings of individuals who were at the Taber Community Center. <laughs> earlier uh, for a card game well <laughs> turned out that they were all just really high and <laughs> the recreational marijuana is still illegal in south dakota if you don't know this so the police they I pretty quickly figured out it was michael he baked a uh, pan of brownies and she took them to the community card center where they got baked and the police show up at Michael's school the next day and he is promptly arrested so not, not only that he's arrested at school so Yep. Even better, mm -hmm. right? Now, I wonder. I wonder how many students or teachers there were surprised. That's uh, that's my question. He's facing charges now for possession of a controlled substance, which is yeah. a felony, and he could face up to five years in jail plus yeah. a ten thousand dollar fine. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. For getting getting I, the, the seniors baked at the senior center at a card game. <laughs> I know. I what I will say. So when I looked at the photo of him, 
I, I don't think that any 46-year-old man should be doing a faux hawk. <laughs> I think that that should have been the first uh, <laughs> should have been the first first warning sign, I guess you could say. Um, oh God! I think that the story really is is wild, right? This is almost like what you get from like a SNL skit or like a, a yeah. stupid kind of college late night comedy, you know? Um, yeah. Grandmas, I, I guess I, I will say, grandmas are usually known for baking goods. Yeah, not for getting baked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is probably what makes it so good, right? The cops, uh, I'd say that they immediately knew that the old folks were high. It was pretty obvious because I've never really seen anyone over the age of sixty eating flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, <laughs> and all the packs of Werther's Originals. I think that all the the wrappings, I guess, of that might have been a giveaway too. That's probably true. One thing for sure is you can say this was definitely bad pot luck. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely bad potluck. Yeah, well, let's just it's say about the potluck, huh? Yeah, right. The 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 I, I didn't know that the cops do this sometimes. That they give you like a like a twofer, like a buy one get one. Uh, oh, and <laughs> I would say in a marriage, um, it's important to have a few things in common, right? Like maybe you both like to play. Uh, like like um, Pinochle or something, you know? But yeah. this guy in Wisconsin, well, he was caught driving drunk while his wife was with him, 40-year-old mm -hmm. Sarah Stowell. And now this happened in Bo uh, Boscobol, Wisconsin. It's about 70 miles west of Madison near the Iowa line. Well, when, when they were, um, while he was being arrested, Sarah decided to go home. So she jumped in the driver's seat, drove off, hopped a curb, and crashed into a utility pole. <laughs> Turned out she'd been drinking too. <laughs> so there you go. It was also over the limit. And right after he got arrested for drunk driving, she did as well. So <laughs> it's, I guess, you know, they, they uh, tie their boats together and they say, you know, we're, well, so death do us part. We'll, we'll link arms, even if we're, well, a hey, wasted. They, they, they're definitely taking their marriage vows all the way to the fullest extent. I know. I, I almost think that they should allow each other to share a cell. Now, granted, I don't know if that, <laughs> some people might like that and some people might hate that, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. It depends. I would say likely that she wasn't hurt in the crash, at least. And the car was damaged enough that it wasn't drivable and had to be towed. Uh, I think the bigger thing is that they're both facing separate charges for operating a vehicle while intoxicated. Yeah. I think it sounds like these two had a little bit too much wild turkey. Now they're both yeah. jailbirds. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Um, I, I will say that it is hard to believe that this woman crashed into a pole, and mm. if she goes to a women's jail, then she won't be seeing any pole for a while either. I'm afraid not. Mm. Yes, yes, no. exactly true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've got some. We've got some really good people that are some some people that are asking questions and uh, wanting to get some advice from poncho in our ask poncho segment here well i've got one here as well this is from anna molly she says my cousin lives about an hour away we were very close growing up but i have kids and she doesn't so that naturally makes you hang out with people less i feel you there now uh, <laughs> she says but she's been making regular trips as of late which is great, but I think the main reason is I live near Trader Joe's, and she goes there on her way home. I mean, I also love Trader Joe's, so I get it. Are there any other places you like to visit um, of the stores like that just don't exist near you? 
I well, hey, uh, totally valid point for Trader Joe's. So I think that uh, Molly or Anna, uh, you you need to thank Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's is bringing your cousin to you, uh, ah. right? Even if she's, you might be upset that she's going for Trader Joe's, but just be glad that you get a little bit more of your cousin in your life. That wouldn't exist right. without that Trader Joe's there. And so, yeah. uh, and also the fact you got a Trader Joe's so by anyway, how can you be mad at them, right? They're $5 <laughs> wine. I talk about it. It's good stuff. Um, where, well, where at least you your Trader Joe's sells wine, it. You know, from, for $5. Yeah. Your Trader um, Joe's sells it. I, that is true, right? That, that is true. I don't know if they, if they have that $5 wine there. I guess it depends on your state's liquor laws. Yeah. But um, uh, I, I guess there's a store for me. Uh, there, there's a store down here that is only shows up in a few places called Lucky's. It's like a grocery store, mm-hmm. and um, but they have some really unique and interesting food there, and they, and they can do, have some really good prices for things too. But mostly, I go there for the the unique kind of stuff because it's a little further out where, where both locations are near us. But they have these awesome gummy bears, and they, and they actually have like a like a, a mug holder, I guess, like for pint glasses. So you can go grocery shopping with a pint of, of beer that they sell there. Um, nice. Like from the tap. And I, I've actually never gotten that because I feel like that's just a surefire way for me to spend way too much money in a grocery store. But um, <laughs> but I, I, I have gone out of my way for Lucky's like that for sure. You get lucky at Lucky's. I know. I, I think Ikea is another one that would work for that too in terms of true. bringing visitors in. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, but uh, yeah, I, I can see, though, where Anna Molly would probably feel a little used, you know? <laughs> you only like me for my Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're like, yeah, they, I guess you like, throw, throwing away, like, uh, the paper bags that Trader Joe's hands out there instead. Yeah, right. The plastic, yeah. So. It's always good to hear from my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero. Yes, or um, I mean, Pancho approved. Well, yeah, he uh, and congratulations on his new job, by the way. And you can hear more uh, from my insane Florida nephew when you uh, listen to us uh, on the weekend episode of Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World, which you can also subscribe to, too, by the way. Oh, well, in any case, this is a kind of a preview of one of the stories I'll be having in an upcoming uh, podcast on my stupid world podcast. Um, and this is really, this, this, you know, gets my goat because I have worked for some real dummies as my either supervisor or the owner, the employer or whatever. And when people do stupid things like this, well, thankfully this, this little stupid stunt didn't go on very long, but there's a pair of chain of uh, chain restaurants over New Jersey. This has gone viral because there was an employee notice that was posted online that said workers at these uh, two chain restaurants would be required, required, that's the operative word, to deliver five, count them, one, two, three, four, five, five-star reviews every month. They are required to deliver that if they wanted to keep their jobs. Yeah. So not only is these employees going to, you know, take your order, make sure you had a lovely meal, but they're going to make sure that you give them a five-star review or they will lose their job. Now, the notice said that the five-star reviews had to be posted on Google 
the reviews had to mention the employee's name in order to count toward their total. And getting five perfect views with your name kind of seems like a big enough challenge, right? But if a worker got 15 or more in a given month, they could also win prizes, such as two free meals or one piece of restaurant merchandise or a $25 Visa gift card. What? Are you serious? This is how nutty some of these businesses have become with these online reviews. Naturally, this uh, little, I don't know, dumb employee incentive, and I put incentive in quotes, generated plenty of backlash. And that also included people that were submitting bad reviews online. Kind of blew up in their face. Well, the company that actually owns the restaurants, the Tio Taco and Tequila Bar and Tommy's Tavern and Tap says, this was 100% quote, not company policy. And they blamed the whole shenanigans on an assistant manager who did it without clearing it with them. You know, that makes perfectly good sense. It's always the assistant manager that does something dumb, you know? You know, I've always said, you don't quit bad jobs. You quit bad managers. Yeah. Well, by the way, that assistant manager, he gone. They let him go, as they should have. So, thank thankfully, we have a dumb assistant manager who no longer has a job. And that's the way it ought to be. Anyway. Well, some other things I've been reading on Twitter. That's kind of, and I've, I've, I read a lot of great stuff on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter also at insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E on Twitter. But here's one of my best tweets I saw. And this was tweeted by Megan. She tweeted this at uh, Delosivete. That's her Twitter handle, at Delosivete. Okay. She says, I'm not saying that I have a favorite child, but one kid likes his bacon crispy and the other one doesn't. Well, that explains it all right there. (laughs) So anyway, well, if you're craving for more of these dumb stunts, I got plenty of them. Okay. You want to check out my other podcast, Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. I got lots more tales of stupidity twice a week. The midweek bonus episode every Wednesday. It features the weekly Insane Week in Review, the Genius Awards, highlighting the dumbest stunts of the week. The regular weekend episode, published every Saturday, has got more stupidity from Florida and beyond with my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerrero. So search out Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And you can always find the most recent episode on the Rooster Crew page at star967.com. And you can also subscribe and listen to my Stupid World podcast on your mobile Facebook app for Android or Apple. Just look up my Facebook page at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. And um, you can check that out there and subscribe on your Facebook app. Okay, it's not yet available for the desktop version yet. So, But you can also get real-time updates for my insane Eric Lane stupid world by joining the Telegram channel that I have. You can download the Telegram Messenger app and join the insane Eric Lane stupid world Telegram channel and be able to make comments on some of the links that I post on some of the stupid stories. Uh, Share some of those uh, stupid stories with your friends. You can check that out by going to a very short website, t.me slash insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E, to preview the channel or even download the Telegram Messenger app to your device. So, And if you're actually listening to this Dummies podcast on your favorite podcast app, hopefully you will give it a five-star rating and even write a review. That'll help it 
to be found easier on search engines. But that's like if people are actually looking for dumb stories, I guess. I don't know. It might even convince folks that this is entertaining. You big dummy. You big dummy. 